0: Welcome to Inner Room Brief, where I share what I hear in my prayer room with you for your prayer room. The week of November 14th through the 20th has a lot of different words, and I couldn't find the right t- title, but I would title it Follow God, and He will give you a tour of His renovations for the government of the United States of America. As I give you these words, you may see something else. All right, what I will do is I read them all the way through. I want you just to hear them straight. And at the end, I will give my in view of some of the words I have. And needless to say, I, I have no view. I will not comment on them at this point in time. Maybe later, I will post something But I want you to hear the words first. First, for Monday, do not fear, daughter. It will be my holy wind that will begin to blow away the dust off of rooms and buildings that have not been dusted for ages. To say that I will stir up the dust and even refuse to let it settle again is to say it correctly. Watch today, and I will give you more, even a dust mop as it were, for this time and this season, for my house cleaning must be done by spring. For Tuesday, walk with me today and seek my renovation plans for this nation's political systems and ways. Where the enemy thought to run ahead to change them, I will move in with my plans and blueprints. I will be the great architect, in this historical restoration to this building of the United States of America. My ways and plans will succeed, so follow with me as I give you a tour of what must be done. Wednesday, rest in my fortress will become the orders for my people. Not to lick their wounds, daughter, but to receive their next battle plans Watch my holy army begin to take off with delight and determination. Watch as I decorate my fortress in ways that this generation will need it to be decorated. The walls and even the ceilings within my fortress will be strong and comforting to them personally. Thursday. There is a decimation to human slavery that will be be coming to this planet. I will cause this underground trafficking to be destroyed, its trade routes exposed and totally destroyed. Friday. Saving nations will become my son's plea upon the lips of my intercessors. It surely has been there before, yet the words and pleas themselves will be different and will unlock salvation for these nations. Saturday, trust me now, daughter, you are my bride, you are my wife, and I will bring you into a place of love and protection for this time, even as the military in this nation will indeed become two rather than one. I have my plans and my will shall be done. There will be no doubt to my people who I support and who I have given the flag of triumph to carry. On Sunday, My prophets, will be loud now, even as they will speak on national platforms, and the woke news will be silent, afraid to report it or laugh at it. I am bringing a holy awe upon this nation of yours. This all will prevail and persist throughout these days and even years. Watch and you will understand the glory of this decade is mine and will be established in these coming years. All right, going up to the first one. Do not fear, daughter. It will be my holy wind that will begin to blow away the dust off of rooms and buildings that have not been dusted for ages. To say that I will stir up the dust and refuse it to let it settle again is to say it correctly. Watch today and I will give you more, even a dust mop as it were, for this time and this season. For my house cleaning must be done by spring. I find this word very interesting. Uh, The first thing I did was check dust. Uh, The word itself, the first mention of it, of course, is in Genesis. When it says God created us from the dust of the earth. The meaning of the biblical word for dust is dry earth, dust, powder, ashes, earth, ground, mortar, rubbish dry or loose earth, debris, mortar, ore. I would assume when he's talking about dusting that it would be talking about the, the debris and the things that need to be cleared away. I like the fact that he mentions that house cleaning must be done by spring. As I said, I do not mention Dates or time specifically, but God will tell me a season. And right now it's fall house cleaning for many of us, and then we have spring house cleaning. I remember I had an aunt all all through uh, my childhood. Uh, she lived in Wisconsin. We had moved down to Florida, and she would always write us. And every single fall, she would write us, and she would tell us that she was doing all her fall house cleaning and she had a large house and plenty of windows. So then she would tell us which day she was doing which windows. She would be doing the windows on the north side. She would be doing the windows on the south side. She would be doing the windows upstairs on the north side and the south side and the east side and the northwest side. Um, Mother was never so systematic in doing windows and fall cleaning. So that always amazed me. And this word brings that back to me. God says he's doing a fall house cleaning and he's doing a major house cleaning, that he's doing a dusting of everything. Uh, all the old, all the all the rubbish, all the things that needed to be dusted off and, and cleaned away uh, is what he, plan- he is planning to do during this time. So it's going to be interesting. What I do notice the most is our action. He says, watch today and I will give you more, even a dust mop, as it were, for this time and this season. So if we're praying as we're watching, let's take note of what he really wants to clean away, clear away, change. And he says, when he cleans this up, it's going to be clean. But the deadline, what he wants done, needs to be done by spring which means then he has another plan for what's going on in spring. Okay, Tuesday's word. Walk with me today and seek my renovation plans for this nation's political systems and ways. Where the enemy thought to run ahead to change them, I will move in with my plans and blueprints. I will be the great architect in this historical restoration to this building of the United States of America. My ways and plans will succeed, so follow with me as I give you a tour of what must be done. During this time, and especially in midterm elections, who's going to get the House? Who's going to get the Senate? There's a lot of changing, and God promised he was changing seats, and he will put up the, the leaders and the people he wants in position, which means he will take down those he does not want. We may have to hang in there. We may have to watch all the cons. We may have to see how it all plays out, but ultimately, it's going to play out the way Father God wants. So let us walk through it. What I like is he will give us a tour. That's important as we follow him, that he will always, as we ask, as we pray, he will give us his plans and the blueprints about this great historical restoration. And when he says historical, I believe it means it will be astonishing. It will be something that will be remembered. I also think historical means that he will bring the United States into a complete, new, and healthy, strong place. Next, rest of my fortress will become the orders to my people not to lick their wounds, daughter, but to receive their next battle plans. Watch my holy army begin to take off with delight and determination. Watch as I decorate my fortress in ways that this generation will need it to be decorated. The walls and even the ceilings within my fortress will be strong and comforting to them personally. Thinking about the fortress of God that we we are to run in to the fortress. This is where we we have our refuge. Yet when armies retreat or go to their fortress, it is also the time to receive fresh battle plans. It is the time where you you feel secure. So many times we will think about going to the fortress just for repairing lease. Uh, But here he's saying that We will start using it because as we come in to be with him, as we pray, as we find that peace to be able to hear him, he will also be giving us plenty, plenty of new plans. He will share with us many, many things. I like it that he's mentioning also that this fortress will be totally designed with comfort and even the ceilings that will help this generation as they come into this fortress, as they learn the battle plans and as they learn to war for this generation, which can be, needless say, everybody living on the planet at this point in time or those who were born in a certain time, time. either which way, I believe God is saying he's designing this fortress as we come into it. We can look that this will be even different. It's not just a fortress to to uh, retreat in times of trouble. It's also the fortress and the place that it will be designed that we will be able to gain all the information we need to do battle every single day. And we're going to enjoy it. That's what it means by delight, in my opinion. Uh, so that's exciting. When he says rest in his fortress. We need to take that to heart and rest in the fortress. Ask him for the next plans, gain from him, even the very level, even the higher levels. Uh, If he's changing the ceilings, that means he'll be changing things to a higher level, highly possible. And next word, there is a decimation to human slavery that is coming to this planet. I will cause this underground trafficking to be destroyed, its trade routes exposed and totally destroyed. Human trafficking and human slavery in a way has become politicized and as it remains politicized, it's still not being addressed. It's still not being ended. God says that he will expose the underground trafficking and the tri-droughts. And I do believe that's globally because human trafficking is not one nation's issue. It's all nation's issues now. It is a global, global industry. And God says he will end it. And it will not be this, I call it the false CRT, focusing on creating division between nationalities and cultures. Because to me, you can say it's race, but it's nationalities and cultures. Because God doesn't look at the color of the skin and neither are we. And historically, what has gone in the past, God says you learn from history, but you don't live in the past. You move forward with him. And we are to move forward with him exactly the way He believes we should live. And that means living, respecting all others, holding no prejudice against each other, and certainly not attempting to hold restitution and demands from the past. There's been a lot of rewriting of history for that fact. However, I believe because the enemy has been so determined to focus on the past issues of slavery, God's going to use it to really pull up all the truth, and he's going to expose the human slavery, the human trafficking that's going on, and he will pull up the tracks, the very tracks of it. I believe that. If he says it, it will be done. So we started in prayer. That's what intercessors do. We start that in prayer. We watch also as we hear from the prophets and, and see it even um, politically. But right now, politically is not where it's at. This is going to be done because it's on God's heart, God's agenda, on his, his blueprints that he has for this. And then he says, saving nations will become my son's plea upon the lips of my intercessors. It surely has been there before, yet the words and pleas themselves will be different and will unlock salvation to these nations. We surely have been praying for the salvation of nations. And I know we have been praying for the salvation of our own nations. After COVID, it has become clear because we're watching our people around us, our neighbors. We're watching what's going on in our governments and therefore in our nations. Yet God will refuel that for us. He will add Jesus's plea for the nations. We will hear it afresh. We will hear it anew. And it will unlock salvation to the nations. And next, trust me now, daughter, you are my bride, you are my wife, and I will bring you into a place of love and protection for this time. Even as the military in this nation will indeed become two rather than one. I have my plans and my will shall be done. There will be no doubt to my people who I support and who I've given the flag of triumph to carry. When he's referencing this, God has said he is our husband. And he also has said that we are the bride of Christ. So we are his bride and we are his wife. He is bringing us into a place of love and protection. He always has this place. He is always covering us with love, He is always covering us with protection. So often, though, if we do not realize it, if we do not recognize it, if we cannot take it deep into our heart, then we don't feel it. And if we don't feel it, we don't rely on it. And he is saying this is a time he will show us, he will help us understand the depth and the power of his protection. And then he's talking about the military, and I know we're talking about the United States military, and it may be in many nations. Um, It indeed will become two rather than one. More than anything, and you can hear it on the news, well, at least the news I follow, and it's very obvious, there has been a, a separation and it started with those who would take a vaccine and who would not take a vaccine, those who did it because of a religious belief, those who did it simply because they believed nobody should mandate that. Uh, so that military has already is now separated from the military that is often called the woke military. Uh, we are hearing also that the United States military is far too weak if we were ever attacked, according to what the news is that, needless say, China, our greatest enemy, has, and what the other nations have. This is where we trust in Father God. This is where we also know that if there's a separation between these two militaries, and I, yeah, I will go like, Lord, what are we going to do about it? Just what are we? When I mean we, I pray, but what are you going to do about it? And he is saying we need to trust, even as we see that there's a separation, even as we see there's, there's, uh, there's not a, a combined military, and it's almost frightening because of that. You have one military that would gladly just side with the government, and you have one military that has been disenfranchised and isn't even able to come and be the military at this point in time. But he also mentions that he has his plans and they're going to be done. God will do exactly what He wants with this uh, these two militaries. Uh, and he also saying he will let us know who He is giving to us to follow, pray, as the one who will be the leader in triumph. If you notice to f- the flag of triumph to carry, is not the case of God's expecting defeat. We will have victory. Yet he also has leaders. He has always worked through leaders. Uh, Leading the people out of Israel without a leader like Moses, that would have been unique. God chose Moses and God uses leaders. So what we need to know is the chosen leaders, especially during right now in the United States. Uh, this is all in the voting system. This is all in in uh, the politics, which realm is vitally important right now. Every realm is because God is saying we are moving on all the mountains. But right now, politically, we must watch. We must pray. We must stand. And on the ups and downs of this political thing, we stand for the truth And we keep hearing God. There's a lot of things that aren't adding up. That's okay. We've seen that before. Now we trust God because he's going to add it up. He will make America into the new, renovated, God-designed America. And then next, my prophets will be loud now, even as they will speak on national platforms, and the woke news will be silent, afraid to report it or laugh at it. I am bringing a holy awe upon this nation of yours. This awe will prevail and persist throughout these days and even years. Watch and you will understand the glory of this decade is mine and will be established in these coming years. If anything, that is a wrap-up, something that we can put in and pray about and we will see it is the long-term vision. Not that it's not coming right now and that it will not come to pass, it will, but when God says there's a decade of glory and that it's His, we must understand that we will see biblical prophetic words about God living and inhabiting nations, not just spotty, not just visiting, but inhabiting. We will see his glory, and we will have that billion-soul harvest. These are the words for this week. Blessings to you. May God's hand be upon you. May in your prayer room, may you hear and receive his words, his comfort, and his strength.